today on Transforming Lives. The fourth thing that you need to understand about the triumphant Christ is that spiritual warfare is one true prayer and evangelism. Amen. It's one true prayer and evangelism. Is it prayer and evangelism? Now, I want to give you a picture. Every team. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. For us, right? But can you imagine for God? So there was, you say, and, and, and guess who, 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 who fought Satan? It was not God. It was Michael. Hello? It was Michael. The only reason why the devil is still around is because man gave him power. That's why he, 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 he deceived Adam and Eve and he, uh, 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 trickery, took the power so that he become, became the God of this world. That's the only reason. But God said, the seed of the woman will bruise his head. And Jesus had already done that. But there is coming a day when Satan himself and all his demons will be bound and put in the lake of fire. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Lord. That's his future. Amen. So believe the word. Say believe the word. Say believe the word. Look at look at what God said to Joshua in, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This is a good scripture that you need to meditate upon. He said, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate upon it day and night. Say day and night. And you shall observe to do everything that is written in it. Then you shall make your ways prosper, and then you shall have good success. When God was speaking to Joshua, the books that God was talking about was the first five books of Moses. Because those were the only books of the law that he was talking about. Amen? And he was telling Joshua, meditate upon these. Amen? And you will be prosperous. Now, God, this word is still applicable to us. Now we have the full volume of 66 books. Amen? The completed word with Jesus completing salvation. Amen? And we are in the dispensation of grace where Jesus came and paid a price for sin. And so God is saying to us now, don't allow this book of the law to depart out of your mouth. Say amen. amen. Don't allow it to depart. That means you need to take it and meditate upon it. Everything you go through in life is in the Word. In fact, Solomon said it this way. There is nothing new under the sun. Everything you think about is in the Word. Every problem you have ever gone through or you will ever go through, other people have gone through it. It just comes in different, sophisticated way. And maybe it flowed through the Internet or cyberspace, but before they were walking. Hello? Then it started to fly. Now it's coming through the internet. But it's the same problem. Amen? And God was able to help people to deliver it. Look at what Paul said in Hebrews chapter 12. He said, wherefore, lift up your hands which hang down. I like this. 
Paul is saying to the Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 12, he is saying to the, the, to, to the Hebrew Christian, he said, lift up your head, hands that hang down, and your feeble needs, and make straight path for your feet, lest you be lean and turned out of the way. But let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all people and holiness without which no one can see God. Looking diligently, lest anyone fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up trouble and therefore defy you. In essence, what Paul is saying, instead of hanging down and grouping and complaining, he said, lift up your hands. He said, lift up your fever needs. Amen. Stand up. Make a good path for yourself. Why? Put away bitterness. Put away pride. Put away these things. You see, when you begin to think that God is not helping you, all of a sudden you start to get bitter and angry. When you are going through difficulty and you feel that people owe you something and you can't get what you need to get, and because you're thinking that something needed to happen you, and you're not focusing on the word of God, you begin to get bitter. Hello? Paul said, no. That's not God. Think about how good God is. I heard somebody said it this way. He said, when we go through difficulties in our lives, it's just a small season in our life. Think about it right now. You may be going through a season in your life. Yes. Right? Yes. It's difficult. It's hard. Amen? But what we do is that we focus on that particular problem as if that is your whole life. No, it's just a small part. What about the time that God bless you? What about the time that God opened doors for you? Give you a good job. Provided a home for you. Bless your children. Minister to you. Heal your body. What about all those times? That's what the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. Amen. Amen. Because of our testimony, we need to remember those times that God been faithful. I like what David said yeah. in Psalm 103. He said, I will bless the Lord. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Amen? You see, sometimes we need to remind ourselves of our benefits. Remember that the devil's plan is to trick you. It's a lie to you, it's to deceive you, so that you begin to speak doubt and unbelief and negative thoughts in order for you to be overcome. But you need to say to yourself, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Amen. Bless him. Amen. Trust him. I, I be like Job, though he slay me. Yet will I trust him. Amen. Amen. Now, Job was saying it out of ignorance. He was saying, thinking that God was the one responsible for his problems. But Job had in, enough integrity in his heart to say, my God is good. Hallelujah. And no matter what comes my way, even if I'm thinking that he was the one who brought it, I stay trusted. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. You see, if you have that kind of mindset, mm. 
The devil can't win. He can't lie to you. He can't deceive you. If you have the mindset that somebody said it this way, if, if you are a soldier and you are not afraid of death, how can the enemy stop you? You are not afraid of death. I mean, the worst thing the enemy can do to you is to kill you. Right? And if you are not afraid of death, you are ruthless. Amen? Because nothing can stop you. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Think God's thoughts. Say it with me. Say think God's thoughts. Think God's thoughts. Amen? God's thoughts are his words to us. Speak it over yourself. The Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Amen? When we believe God's word and trust God to bring to pass what he says he will do, we overcome. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. We overcome. We overcome when we speak his word. God said to Isaiah, uh, through Isaiah in in, 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 in Isaiah chapter 11. He said, my thoughts are not, I mean, chapter 55, verse 11. He said, uh, not verse 11, verse 8. He said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways. As high as the mountains are from, my, from the earth, so high are my thoughts from your thoughts and my ways from your ways. Amen? What the Bible is, what God is saying to us is that God knows best. Amen. And if you begin to speak and think about how God thinks and begin to line your thoughts and your, your life with the word of God, you will experience the victory. Amen. 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 Third thing, I mean fourth thing. The fourth thing that you need to understand about the triumphant Christ is that spiritual warfare is one true prayer and evangelism. Amen. It's one true prayer and evangelism. It's a prayer, prayer and evangelism. Amen. Now, I want to give you a picture. Every team that ever plays, plays both offense and defense. So offense okay. and defense. Now, if I may, may use an illustration concerning prayer and evangelism as offense and defense, you will understand that you cannot win a championship by only playing defense. Because, like, we just had a uh, NCAA championship uh, uh, recently. And basically, you, you have to put the ball through that basket, that small ring, in order for you to win. Right? I mean, you can stop everybody from putting the ball there. If you don't put the ball there, you can't win. Right? Yeah. So you need defense. And you need offense. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. And so, so, so in order to overcome the enemy, in order to stand your ground and to continue to operate in spiritual warfare, you need both offense and defense. Amen. Your offense is the, the, the word of God, is evangelism, is witnessing. 
Okay, that's how you get the gospel out. You have to spread the gospel. You have to tell people about the gospel. Your defense is to pray, to prepare, so that the hearts of the people can be ready for the gospel. Amen? If you just doing defense, people will not get saved. Hello? The Bible says, how do people get saved? By hearing, right? They got to hear the word of God. So if you just pray in your closet all day and they never hear the gospel, they will not get saved. Hello? So Jesus' triumph or our victory over the enemy is both evangelism and prayer. Evangelism is getting the gospel out. Prayer is preparing the hearts and the ground so that the gospel can have its free course. So that the gospel can take off with, with, with speed. So that God can move on the hearts of people. And God can change the lives of the people. Amen. That's why we, 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 uh, um, challenge, we are challenging us to invest and invite. Amen. Because if we invest, that's prayer. That's, that's preparing. That's getting ready. But then to invite is going out and telling of them about the gospel so that they can be saved or they can, they can come and, and, and be a part of us. Amen? We have to invest, but then we have to go out and invite. It's both ways. Amen? No matter how good you are. You know, uh, Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players, is known for his, 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 his expertise on the court. Okay? As a good uh, 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 offensive player. But Michael Jordan was one of the best defensive players also. Okay, he was one of the best defensive. But he shined in his offense. But he was one of the best defensive players. Okay? And, and, you see, he was not just good putting the ball in the, in the, in the ring. He was good taking the ball from others. He was good blocking others. He was good keeping people from scoring. He was good protecting uh, uh, the, 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 his, his side. Amen? He was good. On, to him, he, he was a good defensive, but he was a better offensive. And I always say this, one of the best things that happened to Michael Jordan uh, and the Chicago Bulls were when they recruited Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen also was a good defensive and offensive player, but he was a better defensive player. And you see, just like everything in life that requires us to work in teams, it is so important. Amen? And when Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen began to play, I mean, there were a lot of the other players on the team were good. And you know, I'm not trying to downplay any one of them. But when they began to play, it was obvious that they both could not shine. And so Michael had to focus on the offense and Scotty focused on the defense. They good, they, both of them were good, but they had to find out how to protect. And because of that, they were able to win six championships. Hello? It's very important. Say so prayer. Prayer. And evangelism. You see, we pray for people, their hearts for the, the loss, for their hearts to be prepared. You see, the devil, have, the devil is the god of this world, 
and he has people under him. And those who are not saved, the unbelievers, cannot come to God without the gospel. Amen. And the way the devil cannot keep them from God if they get the gospel. That's why he will lie to you. He will tell you you're too tired. He will tell you nobody will listen to you. He will tell you nobody will hear you. He will tell you what can you say. You don't even know what to say. He will try to prevent you from getting the gospel out. But if you get the gospel out and the unbelievers hear it, he can't stop them from being saved. Just like he couldn't stop you from being saved, he can't stop them. You know why? Because when God created man, God gave everyone a free will. And every one of us can choose to do what we want to do. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. So how do you depopulate hell? Preach the gospel. Amen. Preach the gospel. It is the gospel that will, will, will make the difference. Amen. Share the word of God. Tell people about what God has done. Amen. Preach the gospel. We pray. We believe. Paul said, said it this way. He said to the, the, the um, um, Corinthians, I mean, Thessalonian Christian. He said, pray for me. He said, pray for me. Why? Pray for me so that the gospel will have its free course. When he was talking to the Ephesians Christian, he said, pray for me that I may have boldness to speak the word. Amen? When the apostles got, were, 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 were arrested and John and Peter were put in prison, the Bible says when they came back to that, that group, they prayed. And what did they pray? In Acts chapter 4, verse 30, 31, I mean 29 to 31, the Bible says they pray, Lord, look at their trends and grant us boldness that we may preach the word, that signs, wonders, and miracles may be wrought by your child Jesus. Amen, your holy child Jesus. And what happened? God granted them boldness. And the Bible says the, the number of disciples multiply. Say multiply. multiply. Amen. That's what we need to do. Pray, yes. But evangelism also. Say pray. pray. And evangelism. Amen. Last but not the least, you need to know the power of the gospel. Amen. Say the power. Say so the power of the gospel. You see, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. I, I, I like to put it this way, just like Jesus said it. It is the word that will change lives. It is God's word that will change your life. Amen. If you get the word of God in your spirit, it will change your life. Amen? The gospel is the what? Power of God to, to, uh, for salvation. The gospel has within itself the power to transform. You can transform people. You can change people. No matter how, good, how much good words you tell them to, you can't change them. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ, that Jesus died, Jesus was buried, Jesus was risen from the dead, Jesus loved them and paid the price for the sin. It is the gospel that will change them. And it is the power of God unto salvation. The reason why you are here today 
It's because the gospel has power Amen. to change your life. Amen. Amen. The gospel has power to transform you. The gospel has power to go into the places where the devil has strongholds and break down the barriers. The gospel has power to change the lives of people. Countless millions have been changed because of the power of the gospel. Say hallelujah. The power of the gospel. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said to his disciples, he said, wait into Jerusalem until you are clothed with the power from on high. And when the Holy Spirit comes, he will make you witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and onto the uttermost part of the earth. Amen. And he told them in, in Matthew and Mark and Luke and even John, he said, go into all the world and preach this gospel to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. I like what Mark says. Mark chapter uh, 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 um, 16, verse 18, the Bible says, and the disciples went out and the Lord went with them, confirming his words. Say confirming. confirming. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Amen. If we will get uh, um, the people in on Richmond Highways safe, if we get the people in Virginia safe, if we get the people in the U.S. safe, safe and the people around the world safe, we need to get the gospel out. Amen. We need to tell them about the good news. Paul said it this way in Romans chapter 10. He said, how will they hear without a preacher? Or how will they go uh, 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 believe if they have not heard? How will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach um, without anyone being said? The gospel is what you need to carry out. Amen. Amen. There was a lame man on the, on, at the gate. Peter and John prayed for him. This man was healed. When, when they went into the temple, they, the people saw this man who they knew um, by Peter, and he was rejoicing. And then they came to Peter, and Peter said, why are you looking at us as if we did something so special? He preached the same gospel. It was because of Jesus. Jesus came. Jesus died. Paid the price for your sin. Amen. When you believe in him, right now you can be saved. The Bible says 5,000. the power, the power. Of, the gospel. Yeah, of the gospel. It is the power of the gospel that makes a difference. Amen. It is the power of the gospel that makes a difference. Amen. Amen. And Philip, doing, doing the, 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 the disciples, Philip, the Bible says that there were persecution after they killed Stephen. Amen. There was persecution in the church. Paul was persecuting the church, putting them in prison. And the Bible says the disciples were scattered. Say so scattered. Scattered. Everyone, everyone went their own way. And the Bible says when, when Philip went into Samaria, guess what happened? He preached the gospel. He preached the gospel. And when he preached the gospel, the Bible says the whole city rejoice because of what they heard and what they saw. The miracles that happened and the, 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 the message of the good news. That's what we need to do. That's what will give us the victory. 
preaching the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is the good news that will change the lives of people. It is what will make the difference in people's lives. It is what will change our situation. It is what pulls down strongholds, break down barriers. You see, whenever we begin to teach the gospel and preach the gospel and go to places where, where there are demonic operations or, 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 or devilic operation, the devil will oppose you. He will try to oppose you, but we know that the power of the gospel can change the lives of people. Amen. 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 Who knew that you were going to give your heart to Christ? I'm sure some of you who gave your heart to Christ later on in life did not even know that you were planning to do that. I had no idea that you wanted to do that. But when you heard the gospel one day, nothing could turn you away from Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what the gospel does. And we have to believe it. Say hallelujah. We have to believe Jesus we have to believe in the resurrected Christ. We have to believe that he is faithful. We have to believe that he will do what he says he will do. And we have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we have the victory. Amen. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at Bethelva.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. you are